Hey folks, Colin Richards here. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor, founder, president of Lord & Richards, here on the front range serving hundreds of clients, helping you become financially independent. We're a team of investment advisors who build our planning and our approach for every client on the foundation of God's Word. Five core values at Lord & Richards. Look us up at lordandrichards.com. And those five core values start with principle number one from God's Word, fear the Lord. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we want to start building our financial house and our financial security and independence on the foundation of a godly focus, a God word focus. We offer complimentary second opinion about your portfolio so that you can better understand how your portfolio truly aligns with your purpose as a kingdom citizen. Give us a call, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. And again, welcome to the Lord and Richard's show. This is Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. And today we're going to be talking about some of the recent changes as well as not recent changes in Social Security. You know, if we're going to be financially independent, and by that we mean able to fund and to do the things that God places on your heart as his child, if we're going to be truly financially independent, one of the most important foundational requirements is that we have income that meets our needs throughout our lives. And of course, as retirees, those who get to step away from their job, it's critical that that income have as many guarantees and as much security in it as possible, right? So that it feels like getting a paycheck from a job, but not necessarily having to punch into work each day. So that's what we're talking about when we're saying financially independent, free, not to have to work. And when you're working, We're talking about building toward financial independence, being free to do what God lays on your heart. So let's jump right in today, and we're going to talk about Social Security and you. Social Security and you. And let's start by talking about some of the the critical topics that we need to address today. For, For instance, number one, what decisions has Congress made and what decisions is the new administration considering that may impact your Social Security benefits for years to come? You know, that's an important question. Here's another one. How can you best combine your Social Security claiming strategy with your retirement income strategy from your portfolio to maximize your income over a lifetime? Pretty important, right? And then thirdly, what are some key mistakes to avoid that could reduce your lifetime benefits? Um, Here's an interesting fact. Did you know that Social Security doesn't have any employees, the Social Security Administration doesn't have any employees that are set aside and prepared to advise you on how you can maximize your benefits. Isn't that shocking? Wouldn't you think that something as important as Social Security, that there'd be a whole team, an army of advisors waiting to tell you, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Retiree, this is what you've got to do to make sure you maximize your benefits. Wow. In the absence of that, what are we going to do? Well, we need to seek out wise Counsel. The Bible says, in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And the last thing you want to do is to do what 70% of people do, which is to file on your own at exactly the wrong time. Yes, that's the statistic. 70% of people file at the minimal benefit point, which usually means earlier than they should. Now, you might be saying, well, Colin, what if I need to take that money? What if I need that income in order to take care of my family, my wife, or, or myself? Well, that's an important consideration. Needing money 
puts you in a reduced option scenario, right? Because if you need the money, you really aren't going to be worried too much about when and how to claim. You're just going to get the benefit as soon as possible. So what is the what is the target audience of my show today? Well, it's people who have yet to fully file for and claim their benefits, who may not need those benefits to live comfortably. Uh, an example might be you're still working and you're considering working for years to come, but maybe you thought that by taking benefits now, uh, you would avoid you know, losing out on some money, right? The, the idea being, let's take it while it's available. Grab it while you can. Uh, let's address that one right out of the gate. So it was not up, in, uh, up until about, oh, five years ago or so, a lot of people didn't have good information on this, and, and a lot of people were concerned that the entire Social Security Administration um, and the plan that has been built out over these many decades was going to collapse. But what we've learned, if you just pull out your little green sheet that they stopped sending you a few years ago, but if you pull that out, you'll see a message there from the Social Security trustees telling you, hey, you know what? If we don't fix the problem, we are going to have a problem, but it may not be as bad as you think. If we don't fix the Social Security trust fund, we're going to see a reduction in benefits. But that may not be a complete wipeout of benefits. So reducing benefits is different than losing benefits. Do you follow? So unless we, we were pretty convinced that we we're going to lose benefits, we don't want to just go out and grab it when we can. We want to have an intelligent thoughtful conversation about the ideal time to take it, whether it means a slightly reduced benefit or whether it means taking taking it now because you need it, we still want to have an intelligent conversation. If you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards, and the topic of the Lord and Richards show today is Social Security and you. And I am president and founder of Lord and Richards. We're a team of biblically-based investment advisors right here in Denver, and we'd love to help you become an expert at making sure you achieve financial independence. That's what we do at Lord & Richards. We help introduce you to strategies and methods that will help you prosper in both good times and bad. And one of the important decisions you need to make is when to start Social Security. Now, whether you're younger or whether you're nearing that, that key age, we need to answer some of these questions and we need to answer them in an intelligent and thoughtful way. How do you incorporate Social Security into a comprehensive plan so that you can become financially independent in today's volatile world. Well, one of the ways we just said you don't want to do it is to just grab it because it's there and you're worried it's going to go away. Uh, the likelihood of it going away is pretty slim. Even if Congress does nothing else, and they've done some things, but if they do nothing else to fix it, the, the worst case scenario, according to trustees, on your little green statement is a reduction in benefits. But that doesn't mean no benefits. So don't be one of those 70% of people who do this in exactly the wrong way because that could cost you potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. Some people get as, get as much as 80%, 82% lower benefits by doing it the wrong way. So let's jump in. First of all, uh, what about those of you who are considering maybe taking Social Security while still working, while you're still working? Well, we've got some limitations there, and you need to understand that. That's an important uh, consideration if you're still working. Our advice uh, is for most people, hey, don't take benefits while you're still working. Let those benefits continue to grow. If you've reached full retirement age and you want to keep working, 
you're going to get an 8% increase in your benefits each and every year until you retire or until you have to take your benefit at 70. Now, I don't know about you, but there aren't a lot of safe, secure investments out there that are going to return 8%, or at least not on a guaranteed basis. This is one of them. So my first advice is if you're comfortable and still working, not yet ready to retire, consider delaying your benefits as long as possible. Wait until you're 70. Don't do it at 67 or 66 if you're eligible and you can still work and are comfortable working. As I've said, if you need to take the money, if you can't work and you need this to make ends meet, by all means, take your benefit but do it in a sensible, intelligent way with guidance. And that's what we're here for. Because as we mentioned, Social Security doesn't have anybody available to tell you how to maximize these benefits. If you do take those benefits while you are still working, a couple things are going to happen. Number one, um, they're going to stop growing. Okay, Each year that you delay, your benefit gets bigger and bigger until you turn it on. If it's after full retirement age, that benefit is growing 8% a year. Wow, what an investment. But let's say you decide to go in and and jump right in and you want to go ahead and and take some income. Well, that means that you're going to have uh, a a portion of your your work penalized. Uh, It's called the work penalty earnings limit. You can work and collect benefits. um, And those won't be penalized if you if you wait until full retirement age. So if your full retirement age on your statement is 67, you can work and take benefits at the same time and you won't be penalized if you're full retirement age and up. But I caution you, you will be throwing yourself into a potentially higher bracket and you may be throwing your Social Security into a potentially higher bracket. So we'll get to that in a moment. But right now we're talking about the the problem of working at the same time of taking benefits because we're just impatient and we want to grab that money. Now, what if you what if you do this prior to reaching your full retirement age? Let's say you're 62 and you say, well, Colin, I just want to go ahead and take my Social Security even though I'm working. Well, if you earn over sixteen thousand nine hundred and twenty dollars in 2017. So if your paycheck over the whole year is more than $16,920, you're going to get a dollar for dollar, or pardon me, a $1 for every $2 in earning reduction in your benefit. So if your benefit is $10,000 and you work $10,000 over the limit, okay, you're going to have a $5,000 reduction in that benefit. $1 for every $2 in earnings over and above 16920. Say that sounds complicated. Yes it is. <laughs> Social Security has more rules, hundreds of rules, more than the entire IRS tax code, and this is why we don't want to go it alone. It makes such a difference to get help and assistance. And we'd encourage you, give us a call, pick up the phone, give us a call today uh 720-372-0400. This is Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor, happy to provide you counsel and guidance as you prepare to take Social Security benefits. We're not part of a government agency. We're not the Social Security Administration. But the interesting thing is the SSA does not have a section of employees designed to help you maximize your income from Social Security. So give us a call, 720-372-0400, 720-372-0400. We're standing by right now and we would love to chat with you about your financial situation. So jumping back in, we're talking about Social Security and you, and this relates to becoming a truly financially independent person. 
And part of that means maximizing the amount of income you get from all sources, including Social Security. One of the worst things we can do is start taking Social Security while still working because we're going to be penalized. They're going to hold back that benefit. One dollar in benefits will be deducted for every two dollars in earnings. Now, listen, after you get back um, above full retirement age and take those benefits, that money will be added back in. But if it, it's a bit of an odd approach to taking Social Security. It's not like you lose that money forever because you were working, but it certainly is an odd um, approach. And it may result, as I said earlier, in higher taxes. Now, what do I mean? So we know that you're going to be taxed on your normal income. If you take Social Security at the same time, that's going to increase your income and potentially throw that money into a higher tax bracket, plus certain amount of income over and above your Social Security benefits is going to cause your Social Security to be taxed as well. Ha oh, did you know that? Oh, that seems like adding insult to injury, doesn't it? Here I was thinking of Social Security uh, withdrawals from my paycheck while I was working as a tax, and in a way it kind of is, and now when I'm taking the benefit, they're actually going to tax the benefit? That's absolutely right. Here's what happens. So if you're married and you file together and your combined income exceeds $32,000, okay, and that's your adjusted gross income plus any non-taxable in interest plus one half of your Social Security benefits. So we need to know what your Social Security benefits are. So let's say you earn $20,000 and your Social Security benefits are $20,000, okay? We're gonna take that half of your Social Security or 10,000, add it to the 20 and you'd be at 30. So you'd be fine. None of your Social Security would be taxed because you're below the $32,000 threshold. But let's say your benefits were $20,000 and you earned $40,000. Now we add half of that, 20, to the Social Security, 20. We now have $40,000 of combined income and half of that benefit, $20,000, would be taxed at ordinary income level, which could be a big deal especially if you're you know, paying 15% or something like that. That could be $3,000 right out of your pocket. So you need to be careful about taking benefits too early. That's the bottom line. And especially, if possible, while working, delay those benefits if they're not needed because it's just money in your pocket. Now, I know you're thinking, well, Colin, I just, I, you know, I, I think I'm going to not get the full benefit if I don't take it early. Well, most of us are living longer than our parents, uh, we live in a society today where the real concern isn't that you're going to die young. That's not the biggest issue from a planning perspective. Guess what the biggest issue is? The concern is you're going you're gonna to live longer. Now, that's the goal. You're doing everything in your power to live longer. Maybe you're eating healthy. You've got a diet. Maybe you've got an exercise program. You're getting regular checkups. Uh, we're working on pollution in our environment. Everybody wants to try to live as long as possible. But that creates a financial problem because if your assets don't stretch out to meet or exceed your, your uh, standard of living, then you're going to be poor, right? And what's the goal? Not to be poor. <laughs> so taking Social Security benefits early when you don't need them and then getting reduced benefits for the rest of your life because of that could mean being poor 
relatively speaking. I understand that here in America, and from our Christian perspective, we're all rich, right? God has blessed us for being Christians, yes, but really he has blessed our nation uh, in ways that are hard to express. We're certainly concerned about the direction of our nation, but right now we're tremendously blessed, and we need to understand that and apply that uh, when we're when we're talking about things like Social Security and income. We're very blessed, but at the same time, let's not make foolish decisions that place us where we are getting less income than our expense need later in life. So our encouragement is delay, if you can, Get that 8% a year after full t- full retirement age. Uh, you say, well, what, what if I take it at 62? Well, you've reduced your benefits by tremendous amount. You're taking a greatly reduced benefit. You're not going to get those increases, which from age 62 to 63, that's a 6.66% increase. And it just go, continues from there all the way to full retirement age. So our encouragement is, again, delay the benefit. Now, there are a couple of things that have changed that we need to talk about. Uh, First of all, there have been some claiming strategies involving primarily married couples. So if you're married, tune in here. And if you're single, just hang on until we get back to you. So if you're married, you used to be able to follow a strategy we called file and suspend. Uh, That meant that the primary earner could file for his benefits at full retirement age. Let's say that's 66. Uh, in some cases, that's going to be 67 for a lot of us. But you filed and, you know, you suspended those benefits. So you didn't actually take them. Meanwhile, your benefit's going to go ahead and grow since you suspended it by 8% a year. But by filing, you now allow your spouse to go ahead and take their, uh, what's, what's called a spousal benefit or a restricted application. So your spouse could go ahead and jump in and take a spousal benefit. A spousal benefit could be as much as half of your benefit without touching their own. So imagine a couple will go with a husband who's going to get $2,500 a month. And the, the wife is the same age, we'll say, 66, and she's eligible for 1000 a month. Well, the husband files for his benefit, but he suspends it. So he's not going to actually take it. Meanwhile, the wife then could file a restricted application, take her spousal benefit because of this action on the part of the husband, and she gets half of his $2,500 or $1,250 a month. Meanwhile, her $1,000 a month benefit, her personal benefit is also growing at 8%. So she goes up by $800 between then and age 70, and her husband goes up by 8% a year. You can see this was a tremendous strategy. But what we need you to know is if you have built plans or designed plans based on these two strategies, they were swept away just a couple of years ago in the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2015, and they came into, they came into full fruition in 2016, just last year. So a lot of people lost the ability to do this. This took away a very simple way of putting extra money in your pocket. If if you're not familiar with this or whether you'll be affected, you need to pick up the phone and give us a call. My name is Colin Richards. We're not a Social Security or government agency, but we are here to help. We're investment advisors, and we want to assist you in maximizing your income potential from both Social Security and the rest of your portfolio. 
so that you can be truly financially independent. Give us a call, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. And we would love to chat with you about how you can employ methods to maximize your Social Security benefits. So let's continue forward. So we've answered quite a few questions. We've addressed some of the changes that Congress has enacted. We've addressed uh, some of the limitations on those who choose to file uh, for Social Security benefits while you're still working. Uh, let's talk for a moment to those of you who are um, um, continuing to work and not taking your benefits. Okay, so each and every year, you're going to see the amount of your paycheck that's subject to Social Security go up. Last year, it was 118500 $118, that if you earned would be subject to Social Security taxation. Now it's 127.2, so it's really gone up. So it went from less than 10,000 a month to over 10,000 a month would be fully taxable. So whether you make that amount or not, you need to be aware that that full amount is subject to Social Security taxes. If you're blessed and earn more than that, anything over and above that is not going to be subject to Social Security tax. Now, here's a side note for our business owners. We recommend to business owners, pay yourself a salary up to this limit, 127.2, and then take the rest as dividends to avoid paying any more taxes on Medicare. Because you see, Medicare has no limit on how much can be taxed. So unless you want to just have an unlimited tax liability, take distributions from your corporation on anything over and above that maximum taxable earning level of 127.2. That might sound a little confusing to the rest of us. For business owners, that should be music to your ears. Now, quick point, business owners, please do not forego the Social Security system altogether. You know, you have that ability by taking only dividends from your corporation and not paying yourself a salary. I would say, first of all, that's not wise on a number of fronts, but it's especially not wise because you're shortchanging yourself long-term from significant benefits. You say, well, I'd rather invest my money separately and not have to pay it into the Social Security system. I think it's a terrible system, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, if you earn $2,000 a month from Social Security, that's $24,000 a year. Do you realize that to duplicate that with some of the strongest and best income strategies available, to duplicate that kind of income in retirement, you need to make sure you've set aside at least an extra half a million dollars. Wow, half a million bucks. And that's being relatively liberal. If you want to be conservative, you should set aside even more. And if you're going to put it in the market, instead of in safe, fixed, guaranteed income type vehicles and you need to really set aside about a million dollars. So we're talking somewhere between 500 and a million dollars to come up with on your own if you don't have this benefit in retirement. So business owners, we recommend always get yourself on track. You need you really need to do this as soon as possible. Social Security looks back at your 35 highest earning years. And they do have a formula that takes into account cost of, of living adjustments. So it's not just a dollar amount. So we, we know you probably earned less in dollars 30 years ago. But from a, a, a future uh, cost of living adjustment perspective, those years will be taken into account. So 
Mr. and Mrs. Business Owner, please get back in, get yourself lined up properly, taking salary up to the limit of Social Security, 127.2, and then over and above that, take your distributions from your corporation, whatever that is, and you'll pay ordinary income tax on that, but you won't be subject to Medicare tax, okay? So moving on. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Social Security and you. I don't pretend to say that this is a simple topic. As a matter of fact, you can take most of what I said today, and if you haven't kept up, you've probably forgotten some of these key points. That's why we need advice and counsel. That's why in order to achieve financial independence, we need a guide, a coach, a mentor, a friend to come alongside. And that's what we at Lord & Richards want to do for you. We are delighted to help hundreds of clients across the front range from our biblical basis, our foundation, to establish financial independence plans. These are plans designed to help you not worry during retirement, not lose sleep, not worry about what's going to happen if somebody goes into a nursing home, not worry about all your money going to the government and to to hospitals and to nursing homes, and to not worry about running out of money before you run out of life, and to certainly not worry about taking Social Security at the wrong time and missing out potentially on hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'd love to chat with you more about it. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. 720-372-0400. This is Colin Richards and the Lord and Richards Show. Give us a call. 720-372-0400.